Welcome to Intelligently Emotional. I am your host, Heidi Roberts, a certified thought regulation coach, former massive people pleaser, and creative enthusiast. People pleasing is suppression of authenticity, and in this podcast, we discuss what goes on behind the scenes of your emotional mind from a neurological, spiritual, and practical level. So women like us everywhere can break free from people-pleasing reactive thought patterns and truly own and value our voices. I am beyond grateful that out of the millions of other podcasts you chose to listen here, the fight between IQ and EQ is over. Let's celebrate being intelligently emotional. Welcome to episode three of Intelligently Emotional, and today we're going to explore what empathy is and how our brains process empathy. But before we dive in, I'd like to take a moment to admire the women of Iran who are fighting for their voices and protesting against suppression. Masa Amini was a 22-year-old girl who was arrested and beaten to death for not wearing her hijab properly by the morality police of the Iranian government. May she rest in peace. And she is not the only one. So why am I bringing this awareness to my podcast? Because the internet is shut down in Iran. As protests are happening, women, children, men are being slaughtered as they fight for women's freedom of expression. They've asked us to be their voice, and so I believe it's our duty to advocate for our sisters and brothers in Iran who are experiencing such trauma. During the centuries that humans have been living on this planet, we as women only began to really have a voice 129 years ago when women were able to vote in New Zealand, right? So it is still so fresh everywhere around the globe, and unfortunately, more apparent in select countries. So please, every single one of you that has internet access, that has a social media platform, even if you only have a few followers, please spread the voices of Iranian women. Let the entire world hear their plea. We can help if we don't stay quiet. And they are in the thick of the fight and aren't being quiet, so why should we? Let's collectively speak out for them wherever and whenever we can. So go ahead, pause this podcast, go repost videos, articles, news streams, podcasts, or speak up for the freedom of women in Iran. This is the reason I support women to break free from people-pleasing reactive thought patterns that have been socially, environmentally, and emotionally conditioned for years So let's practice. Let's practice using our voices for the collective benefit of women everywhere. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who paused, went to share, and then returned to this podcast. I really appreciate your support. And now let's discuss empathy, right? Why the label of an empath can be harmful to people pleasers, what I believe to be the true definition of empathy, what happens in our brain when we are expressing empathy, and how it can be more effective in communication and collaboration once understood properly. So let's go ahead and dive into it, shall we? The Urban Dictionary defines empathy as the ability to understand and share the feelings of another, and hence, you know, where the term put yourself in someone else's shoes comes from sharing the feelings of another. So essentially, 
being able to mimic someone's emotions. Okay, pretty straightforward. Now, what actually happens in the brain is that a neuron will fire into the visual cortex, which will then signal the amygdala to respond. Meaning that when we see another person's emotions, we will then cause our amygdala to react in accordance to what we see as if we were actually experiencing the same emotion. So for example, um, when Ross from the 90s TV show Friends kissed Rachel for the first time in Central Perk, if you are a fan of this show, I guarantee you melted, right? Your heart just sunk. This is because to some degree, our brains cannot differentiate that it is not us experiencing this emotion. Another example would be The Lion King. When Mufasa dies and Simba is mourning his loss. <sighs> that one can be heavy, right? And when we see this happening on screen, we will mimic their emotional response. Again, to some degree. Now you see, instead of labeling ourselves as people pleasers, because let's face it, who really wants to own up to that, right? Many of us have the tendency to say that we are empaths. Oh, I'm an empathetic soul, right? Um, and, and we're so empathetically connected intuitively to others. But here's why it's harmful for people pleasers. If your colleague is stressed and requests your help, right? You being an empathic soul will begin to mimic his or her emotions. Now, if your colleague is stressed to meet a deadline and then you're stressed to get things in order to meet that deadline, this doesn't help the situation out, right? There will simply be an increase in communal stress and probably resulting in a lack of quality work and no strategy for proactivity in the future. And if it sounds like I've been here before, it's because I have. So if you resonate, you are not alone. Now, let's go ahead and explore a more reflective definition of empathy, right? In order to practice empathy, we would need to be kind. And being kind insinuates that we are being friendly, generous, and considerate. But wait a minute. Being considerate is expressing careful thought. Therefore, if being empathetic is essentially being kind, and kind is essentially being considerate, then we can agree that true empathy is expressing careful thought towards someone's emotions in a particular situation or circumstance. Meaning, not simply mimicking someone's emotional response, but instead understanding what the other person needs through active listening in order to be of service to them without inconveniencing yourself. Now, let's refer back to the scenario of a stressed out colleague. Perhaps when they were speaking, they may have sounded like, you know, overtime again. Wow, uh, we really need to meet this deadline and I'm not even sure how it's going to happen. There's so much work to do and no way to extend it. We absolutely need to get this done. A-S-A-P. I barely have time to eat with my family anymore. This job is consuming all of me. As a people pleaser... We may respond to this by offering to stay late and help with the overload of work or maybe even offering to reserve takeout for your coworker. But notice how 
neither of those options are helpful. They're simply mimicking the reactive vibration of stressful energy from their colleague. However, a true empath from our recent definition would most likely respond by sending their colleague a quick time management video, right? That provides informative, practical tips. Sure, in the moment, your colleague might think, great, another thing for me to do. However, it showcases that the person was actively listening and spotted that the challenge was not overwhelmed with work, but simply a lack of time management skills. So by offering a solution to enhance those skills, it is strategizing a proactive approach to helping your colleagues challenge whilst not inconveniencing yourself. So if we truly want to practice more empathy, we will listen, understand, and correctly label the emotion someone is expressing while critically analyzing what could benefit them in finding the solution they seek instead of simply mimicking and feeling what the other person is experiencing. That, sweet souls, is the delicate dance of empathy. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this podcast resonated with you, if you felt an energetic calling to learn more, be sure to follow me on Instagram at HeidiMTLCoach and TikTok at LivelyHeidi. I post consistently and absolutely love connecting with my community. Also, be sure to tag me and let me know what resonated when you were listening to this podcast because it's the only way I know you are tuning in. Thank you so much again for lending me your ear, sending you lots of love. See you next time.